Yeah, let's go, ladies and let's gentlemen, go. my guy, welcome to another episode of the Kings of the South podcast. I'm your boy, Corey. That's my man, TJ, right there. How you doing, my guy? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing hey, good. Hey. Can you get this going? Oh, yeah. You digging the theme music, brother? The new intro? I am, you know man. I'm, I'm digging it. Give me hype, bro. Yeah. I'm going to have to play this in, uh, in my headset at the gym. Oh, yeah, man. So, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, just to, you know, touch on it, guys. The reason why we've been a little absent because we've been trying to level up, as, as my guy here would say. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to step up. We got new theme music. We got a new producer now. You know, shout out to... You know, uh, you know, Asia, you know what I'm saying? Asia Muhammad, she's uh doing us a solid working for free, <laughs> editing <laughs> and and producing all of this, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate Put, it. Yeah, putting the bells and whistles on this thing, man, making it look professional, you know what I'm saying? We're trying to come up, you know. So uh yeah, she's been looking out, taking care of us, man. We appreciate it, you know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, how how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Life's been busy, but uh, I'm 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 excited to get another episode in. I'm, I'm with you, brother. You know what I'm saying? And uh, there's no time like the present. Let's get to it, man. So uh, let's yeah, do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. Let's All start right. fast. Yeah, yeah. So so the the top the, the point of this episode, guys, is we're gonna start talking about because I know it, it's draft season, right? With draft season, it's smoke screen season. So everyone yeah. is throwing out their hot takes and what they're hearing and the draft rumors and stuff like that. And we're just going to address some of our favorite rumors that we've been hearing that some don't make sense. Some make a ton of sense and some just make you want to pull out your hair, throw, you know, just stop watching football. So yeah. Just, stop being a fan. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 so we just going to get to it. And uh, I think I started off, man. Yeah. My favorite one I've been hearing and it's ridiculous is that uh, Jayla Carter is falling out of the four, uh, first round. Yeah, I heard that a few days ago, I think it was, and it, it's ridiculous. There's no way. There's no way. And, and and to top it off, there's like Bears fans and Saints fans. They're like, oh, my God, if this guy fall all the way to the second round, oh, we better run to the post. He's not going to be there. No. He's not going to be there. <laughs> let's let's get real. Let's, let's be real, man. Let's be – let's come on, man. We're not – like, if you want to say Kalijah uh, Kansi, I'll give you that. Even though I think he's a first round talent, I give you that just based off of his yeah. uh, his height, his weight, you know what I'm saying, body structure. I, I I will I will give you that. I will push back on it, but I I understand. Oh yeah, we're talking about a man who's six foot three, three hundred and twenty pounds. Moves. Twenty thirty something like that. He's he's a heavy boy. He's agile. Yes. He can run. He's strong as an ox. He has pass rush moves. He has a plan. He can hit you with the bull rush. He can hit you with the 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 swim move. He there's no way. I don't give a I don't I was about to curse. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had to stop myself, folks. I, I get pretty animated. So I don't care yeah. unless he well, I was about to say unless he was in a Ray Lewis situation, but technically he is in a Ray Lewis situation. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not gonna go there though. We're not gonna go there. We're not gonna go there. Uh but there's no way this man is falling into the second round. I, the only caveat I will say is if the loss of his friend and him being semi responsible for it. 
mm-hmm. affects his mental, and he's not all the way there yet to where he needs to be to be a successful NFL player. I can see him falling due to that fact. But even so, some team is going to take a chance on him. Dallas made a career off of making chances, taking chances on players like that. Yeah. Yeah. I could see him falling outside the top 10 potentially, but not outside, not outside the top 20. I think he's that talented that (laughs) the talent alone, he's a top 15 pick for me. All day long. Top five pick. We're being honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying from a, a standpoint of an executive who's looking at his off the field concerns and maybe they're not too keen on taking him top five. I don't think he falls outside the top 15. I, I cannot fathom the idea that he could fall out of the top 10 to me is crazy enough as it is, much less the top 15. Um, I think there's 15 teams in that that first pecking order that would definitely be able to utilize a talent like him. Yeah, Atlanta, Philadelphia, <laughs> another one. Philadelphia's another one. Oh my God! Can you imagine Jordan Davis <laughs> alongside his college teammate Jalen Carter? Yep. Hassan yep. Reddick coming off the edge. Oh my God! Yeah. I don't, I don't want. I don't want that. I don't want that. Not at all. <laughs> let's, not, let's not. Let's not. Let's not speak that into existence, man. So, all right. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's a, so that was my favorite that I heard. It is in. You can put it in the ridiculous category. How about you? What, what have you been hearing this? Uh... Some people, oh oh oh, I do. Oh, have been saying <laughs> that the Bryce Young will fall out of the top ten because of his height and weight. I am not buying that at all. I think his playmaking ability at quarterback and and his his career that he's had at Alabama, I cannot fathom him falling outside the top three, much less the Did, the top ten. Are they really saying he's going to fall out of the top ten? This is my first time ever hearing this. They said out of the top ten. Some some people across the league think that his height and weight is a true concern. He's not as stocky as Kyler Murray and um, Russell Wilson were when they were drafted. Um, you know, the big comp for him is Kyler Murray or uh, Russ. And I just – I can see what they're talking about, like the weight, him being 195 pounds. Yeah, that could be a concern like you talked about um, in a previous episode. Um, and you've been saying it all off season, actually. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I could see a world where he does fall outside the top three. But from everything I've been hearing, Carolina's taking either him or CJ Stroud. So, mm-hmm. and as of right now, Houston, Houston is supposedly going to be taking whoever doesn't get taken number one, either Stroud or um, Bryce. So now, now, just to throw a little wild card in there, you know, uh, for the folks who don't know, uh, TJ and I, I was going to bring that up later <laughs> on. Why <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it now since we on your Panthers? Uh, yeah. So, like as we said previously, TJ and I are best friends, and we talk quite often, you know, off camera about NFL. We just shoot the shoot the stuff, sort of, you know, shoot the yeah. breeze, and shoot the breeze. uh. uh before his pro day, 
I told him that, hey, don't be surprised if you see that Anthony Richardson is picking up steam to be the number one pick. And the amount of anger that radiated through this man's voice, (laughs) 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 it it was unparalleled. He was becoming unhinged. I'm talking like 1990s Vince McMahon. He was like, he was given that, <laughs> that level of anger. <laughs> he was like, but he's not proven. And I said, hey, all I'm saying is it's a chance. And what happened after the pro day, TJ? Would you would you care to tell the people? <laughs> so supposedly, apparently in certain circles. Frank Reich values Anthony Richardson as his top quarterback, supposedly. There's no truth to that. He hasn't openly said it. Hey, hey, brother. I just said it's a chance. It's just a rumor. I just said it's a chance. But there is a possibility he could be the number one pick. I am not questioning the talent. I just don't think you trade all the way up to number one for (laughs) – for a guy who is unproven in college, like he played one year compared to CJ Stroud and Bryce who played multiple years um, and they were damn good at it. So, <laughs> and, and like I said, I'm not questioning the talent of Anthony Richardson. I just, I think taking him number one is super risky and I get it. You can, you can play devil's advocate and, and come from the other side of the the fence and say, well, it's super risky not to take him because he's the most talented when it comes to traits and most, height. Most physically gifted mm-hmm. quarterback we've seen since maybe Cam, if we're being honest. Yeah. Josh Allen. All right, I, I, I go back. I, I, Josh Allen, most physically gifted yeah. quarterback we've seen since Josh Allen. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I, I get I get the comps and I get the, the traits and all that, you know, the athleticism. I just think the way Carolina is built right now, whoever they take at number one, in my opinion, they're going to need to be able to start week one. I don't know. I, I know some people differ on that. Some people say, oh, throw Andy Dalton out there. That's what you signed him for. They signed him for a backup role, let's be honest. They didn't sign him to be the starter. Um, not that he can't start, but I don't think you want him starting a whole season. So, and if you take Richardson – after the first two weeks, Andy Dalton's job is going to be called for if he's not playing well. <laughs> hey, I'm look. Just saying. I, hey, look, Andy Dalton's a backup. I think I think AR is safe, all right? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, well, I'm just saying from the perspective of, you know, you're going to have the fans wanting to see AR out there if they draft oh, yeah. him one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know if he's ready. I don't know if he's ready. I mean, he's – He's very raw. He he's only played one full season in in college, so yeah. And, I don't know, man. And I think what you just said that that's a real thing. Like uh, most uh, coaches in the NFL, like their uh, starting quarterbacks who they pick up in the draft, they want them to have at least two to three years of starting experience. Yep. But I will say this: I think Anthony, you know. And I'm not alone in thinking like this. I think Anthony Richardson is a lot further along than people would want to give him credit for. I don't think yeah. 
I don't think he's as bad off as some people are making him seem. Like some people are saying he shouldn't start for three years. And I don't I don't buy that. I just don't think he's ready week one. I and that's what we're gonna beg to differ. I think he is. I think like I said, the majority of his issues has it been like, oh, I can't read a defense. I can't process who to go to. I can't go through my reads. It's I I'm a little antsy to get the ball where I need to be and I uh goof off yeah. on my, my footwork. Yeah. That's it, man. <sighs> Fundamental. Yeah. Fundamental. We can agree to disagree. We're 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 gentlemen on this podcast, folks. <laughs> all right, we're men of valor. We're men of honor and integrity. So we can disagree like this on the pod. But yeah, I, I will disagree with you, but I will respectfully disagree. Yeah. I, like I said, it's not about the the talent. I obviously think he's talented, but I would rather have C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young right now if I was the one picking the quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's fair. And also, we get disrespectful with the phone, so that, it's all good. It, it evens yeah, out, folks. It evens out. This podcast can't even handle the way we, we get <laughs> for debating. Oh, no. We, we oh, debate no. very much. And, and and I know some fans have clamored for us to debate more on this show, and we will. It's just this topic is not necessarily something I – it made me angry. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't like the idea of him going number one, mm. but – I'm not gonna. Yeah, and and also Vince McMahon. Yeah, (laughs) and also, folks, it's the off season, man. What can we be angry about in the off season? There's we don't have enough skin in the game yet. We don't know if any of our teams are gonna be good. So why why even argue at it? Wait till wait till we play each other, and then you'll see a different side of us. Okay, just just hang in there. Bear with us. All right. Exactly. You're gonna get you're gonna get the Stephen A. moment. All right. I promise you, it's coming. All right. All right, so uh, <laughs> so uh, let's talk about your uh, your least favorite uh, rumor that you've heard, and we can keep it short. We don't have to go into detail with it, you know. Um. So another one I've been hearing is some people, some people projecting Hendon Hooker to go top twenty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoa! I had originally heard only back into the first round, like you know, twenty-eight through thirty-two, thirty-two. There's it's not thirty-two picks this year; it's mm-hmm. thirty-one because the Dolphins. Um, but yeah, some people are saying Hennon Hooker to um, Tampa Bay at nineteen. Um, some people have projected that possibly the Titans take him. In a tradeback scenario, because um, Ryan Tannehill is still under contract, and some people across the league don't believe Malik Willis is the answer long term, which I can see that. Um, especially tough. there's a new GM in Tennessee. Damn, Malik, tough break, bro. Yeah, tough, tough break for Malik. But break. I, I don't have Ooh. a hard time imagining them taking a quarterback first round. I just don't see. I don't see Hendon Hooker going that high. So, yeah, I think that's kind of crazy. I've also heard um, to kind of coincide with another quarterback, um, Tanner McKee going first round at a Stanford. Hey, hey, the, hey, you know, I've, I've called it, brother. I told you five is going first round. If we can get six in there, I am going to float. I'm going to be transcended. I'm going Who? to. Hey, look, Hendon Hooker going to go. He's going first round. 
if I could get Tanner McKee in there, I, you know, I I'm going to be above life itself. You know, what I'm saying I'm going to transcend. I'm going I'm going to have an opulent glow over me, and I'm just going to stand there and, and let people bask in my presence. You know, what I'm saying because I bask in glory. You know, what I'm saying you know, shout out to the boy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, big cat, <laughs> bear cat. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, that's something I, I call for. Is it unrealistic? Some would say. <laughs> uh, but we yeah, also, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we also live in a world where you know, like you and I discussed, if you don't have a franchise quarterback, you better go get one. You know, that's something yeah, you can't play what with. Cost? At what cost? <laughs> what cost? <laughs> All right. Sorry, no disrespect to Tanner McKee, but uh Tanner McKee, man. I don't think you know he's a first round pick. Stanford legend. I think he went to Stanford. He did go to Stanford, did he? Not? He did go to Stanford, but okay. he's not a Stanford legend. Hey, <laughs> the the list of Stanford legends is not that long, bro. It go uh it go John Elway, it go uh my boy, you know what I'm saying, Andrew Luck. I was about to say, you better say Andrew. <laughs> and that's that's about it. That's about it, brother. Oh, Christy McCaffrey. And then, you know what I'm saying, Tanner McKee, he right there. He right there. Davis Mills on that list, too. You know what I'm saying? He right, he right there. Whoa, okay. Now hey, we're getting hot. Shout out to my boy Davis, man. Davis Mills. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah. nah, that brings me to my least favorite. And I, I'll keep this short, folks. My the one I saw was that uh, the same. Uh, I'm sorry, the Los Angeles Chargers selecting B. John Robinson and trading or cutting Austin Eckler, a man who has given you pretty much all your offensive touchdowns <laughs> since he took over as the lead back. Okay, there's been yeah. times last year and the year before last where that offense gets stagnant, and who what do they do? They give the ball to Austin Eckler. And he produces. He he catches out the backfield. He runs touchdowns. He picks up blitz assignments. Like he, the man, the only time he comes off the field is when he hurt. Like being tired is not an option for him. He giving that organization all that he can give. And what do you do to repay him? You don't want to give him a new contract extension. You tell him, oh yeah, you can seek a trade, and then and then you know leak out some news like oh. We're gonna draft a replacement. Who could be better than him? Who's better than you right now? That's just I, I feel like that's yeah. NFL's a dirty business, man. And Austin Eckler don't deserve that. Backs. He goes about he goes about the game the right way. He plays with integrity. He plays with heart. He never complains. He's the first one in the building, last one out. From all accounts that I've been hearing from uh Chargers fans and Chargers beat writers, he's He's he he getting a raw deal right now. This this they they have to do something with this running back market, man. It's it's getting ridiculous. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I think me and you discussed about two weeks ago. I said instead of giving these quarterbacks fully guaranteed deals, they need to give it to running backs because their lifespan is a lot shorter than a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you, you I know mean, some people might not agree with that, but I mean, look across the league how these running backs have been treated over the last eight years it's just not great yeah so yeah. i mean look at zeke zeke got cut i mean um we traded mccaffrey away you know um camara's probably on his way out of new orleans within the next year or so 
uh, one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. And you know, now Austin Eckler, I've heard Derek Henry, a part of trade rumors, they used you up and then they don't want to pay you. Yeah. I mean, Saquon Barkley got franchise tagged. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Le'Veon Bell sat at a whole year, you know, back when he was with the Steelers. Got paid. Got paid, but he had to set out a whole year before they would even let him go. Yeah. You know, I think that's what set this whole ball in motion. Like, mm -hmm. he sat out, he got paid, and, and NFL was like, okay, yeah, that's good. The Jets did good by paying him, yeah. And then what happened? He didn't produce. And now the NFL went, oh, okay, this is what happens when you give a big-time running back big money. They're not going to produce, so we might as well just keep – you know, bringing in guys to, you know, from the draft. And that's unfortunate. But, you know, that's the yeah. reality of the business, I guess. Yes, yeah, the new standard across the league. I mean, everybody's doing it. And I don't think it's going to change. You know, you still have some teams that run with a bell cow. But, I mean, more times than not, it's running back by committee. Yeah. And with the crop of running backs that's coming in from this year's draft, you can get a quality starter in the fifth round, bro. So I guess, you know, I can't really, you know, fault them for doing that. But it's it's no. it's a it's a dirty business. But it's dirty. Yeah. Let's uh, let's move on. All right. So, uh, free agency is grinded to a halt, pretty much. But there's still mm -hmm. some big time players left on the board. So for this next little segment, you know, what I'm saying we're gonna do, uh, we're gonna pick our ideal free agent for the NFC South for each team. And uh, since you got first pick, man, I'll let you go, man. You know, Mr. Mr. Panther. So um, we, we filled some positions over the last few weeks, some, just some depth spots. We signed a linebacker, we signed a D tackle. Um, you know, we've, we've added some pieces. Um, I still think we need an edge rusher. Uh, I would like to see us go after maybe Ngakwe, who was Ooh. in Indy with Frank Reich. And I don't know if you got the memo, Corey, but, you know, um, Carolina is second in the league in cap space right now. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. I mean, we've had a hell of an offseason, I'll tell you that much. The way they've finagled the cap space is amazing. It's almost uh, Mickey Loomis-esque. It is. It is. Um, so I would say edge rusher would be my next go-to, and I would love to get Ngakwe. I've also heard reports as of 48 hours ago that the some internally believe the Panthers are interested in, in at least having talks with Jadavian Clowney. South Carolina. Uh, South Carolina, South Carolina, you know what I'm saying? Rock Hill. <laughs> he, could, he could be coming back, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's right South Carolina. Yeah, I actually don't think he's from Rock Hill. I don't know why I said Rock Hill. I think I that's y'all. I think that's y'all. Is, is that your off-season facility? <laughs> As a, yeah, I, yeah, I'm going to let it roll. I'm going to let it roll. Um, <laughs> all right, so for the Saints, I, I'm going to do Saints. Um, oh, yeah, go ahead. Call me crazy, but I feel like Marcus Peters will be an ideal fit for them. He brings oh, yeah. the attitude. Like he brings I actually the forgot he's in the market. Yeah, he brings the attitude that they would love and 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 embrace in New Orleans. 
And they do have a need at corner, you know, regardless mm-hmm. of what people say. I love Alante Taylor. I, I've made myself clear on that on this podcast. I like uh, Marshawn Lattimore. But after that, who you got? Paulson Adebo? Adobo? What? Adebo. Yeah, you, Adebo. Can call, you, can, you can call him Adobo because he be getting cooked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, puts a, he puts a season on him. My boy be getting cooked out there. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, that was yeah. a good one. Yeah, I, you know. And after him, who else? Who else is there? Who's who's their fourth corner on the depth chart? Exactly, exactly. You get Marcus yeah. Peters. You have one of the best secondaries in the NFL to pair with Marcus May to pay uh, pair with uh, uh Tyron Mathow, like Matthew Tyron Matthew. I don't know. Some people call him Mathow. I don't know. Uh, I've never heard anybody call him that. <laughs> Indeed. Hey, he in New Orleans now. That's Mathow, just like it was Barrow. Yeah, <laughs> he played LSU. It's Mathow, brother. I you know give it, yeah, give, give give it the time, man. But uh, yeah. no, nah, seriously, I feel like that would be a home run pickup, and mm-hmm. that would really fortify their secondary because they all they got. They they've been slowly but surely adding depth along that secondary. Like I said, they uh they signed Jonathan Abram. He's gonna he's gonna play some he's gonna play some ball. He's gonna make a lot of enemies out of <laughs> in the NFC. Oh, yeah. yeah, with the with his aggressive uh play style and uh yeah. He he's been known as uh, a bit of a headhunter, but you know. Yeah. You know, it's it's New Orleans, bro. That's you know, it's kind of what they're known for. But uh yeah, uh what you got for the Bucks there, brother? Uh, well, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't really think there's any good offensive linemen out there. I disagree. Isaiah Wynn is available still. Dalton Reisner is still available. They can Reisner use... coming off an injury, but yes. They can use both of those. <laughs> Isaiah Wynn is going to be my pick because I, I couldn't remember for the life of me of any offensive tackles on the on the market. But now that you mentioned him, I think Isaiah Wynn would be great, especially if they're moving uh, Tristan Wirfs to left tackle. You can bump Isaiah Wynn to right tackle. That's what he played in New England at, and um, his first season, I think it was. Not yeah. his second. Yeah. It was his first season. Um, then he moved to left tackle until they got Trent Brown back. Um, but Isaiah Wynn's still young. He's still talented. He just needs to develop better. Um, and maybe he can get that done working alongside Tristan Wirfs. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna go Isaiah Wynn. I'm glad you mentioned him because I was about to go edge rusher mm. and say, um, Leonard Floyd, but I think Isaiah Wynn's the better shout because they need offensive line pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, With uh, Baker Mayfield back there. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, that's the 2023 <laughs> NFL Comeback Player of the Year you're talking about. I had about, to slide right? that in there. He come, hey, hey, Baker comes for all. All right, he comes for us all. You know, he's he's coming for us. Oh, so. yeah, he sure does. Hey, <laughs> no. hey, hey, he coming for you, man. Watch. He going to light it up, man. He going to drop. to you. He going to drop. 350 on, on Jeremy Chen's head, brother. I don't know about that. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> All right. Um you can handle pressure. Hey, here we go. We got no Baker Mayfield slander will be tolerated today. All right. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh so for mine, I'm gonna go um, you know, 
We signed Calais Campbell, so I can wait it. I can wait in the draft for an edge. Yeah. Um I'm I'm gonna first round. Yeah. I doubt it. I don't know at this point. We'll see. Yeah. That's a that's a different episode. Uh, <laughs> so this name I'm about to throw out, it may not be a household name for some, but for some uh, some diehard fans like ourselves, we know who this player is. We know what he's capable of. And while he may not be a superstar, he's a really, really, really good starter. And that is Rashawn Evans. He was third in, third or fourth in the league in tackles last year. Uh, he developed great rapport with his teammates. Um, he was very key in the development of – Corey Anderson. So why not keep the ball rolling, man? We can use if we resign yeah. him, we can have Michael Walker playing on some obvious passing downs and you know subbing out for uh, Rashawn Evans and Troy mm-hmm. Anderson and, and that the nickel package. And we also free up Caden Ellis to do what I think he does best and rest the passer. Um yeah. I, I, I think that makes the most sense to me. Um and there have been reports that uh, Rashawn wants to come back. Uh, Terry Fontenot, our GM, wants to bring him back. It's just a matter of making the numbers work. And I feel like yeah. I feel like it's going to get done. It's just a matter of when. Um, but that type of veteran leadership is what we need for such a young team. And if we can get him back, pair him with Calais Campbell, pair him with uh, Grady Jarrett, uh, Ayumata, Jesse Bates, uh, our defense is looking a lot strong, stronger leadership wise, um, yeah. than they did last year and, and in years past. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a good shout. Um, I, I could also see you guys going after another pass rusher in free agency if you can get a, a good deal on even on a one year with a guy like Ngakwe or um, Leonard Floyd. Uh, I think that would be a good deal for you guys just to add more depth along that pass rush um, that y'all have lacked for the last couple of years. Um, Almost a decade, but who's counting? Yeah. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, But, yeah, I I think linebacker, uh, edge rusher, um, y'all are set at secondary, in my opinion. Your secondary is pretty solid. Yeah. you can you can use another receiver, but there's not really that many out there at this point. Draft, baby, draft. Yeah, that's where we're I, going. I think y'all go draft for a wide receiver. I think that's what Carolina's going to do too. Is um, probably take a wide receiver in the second or third round. Jonathan Mingo, you are a Falcon. Come on down, baby. You'll love it over here. My uh, old Miss, right? Oh yeah, you'll love it over here. AJ Brown 2.0. Come on down, baby. Yeah, Come he's on. pretty good. You're gonna love it here, man. But uh, yeah, uh. I think that about does it for this episode, folks. But before we get out of here, we're going to – this is completely off the cuff. This is something that I think we're going to try to do at least once a week, uh, maybe once a month. And this is the first – the inaugural, you know, pour one out award. Uh, we're about to pour one out to an organization who is down bad right now. That organization is the Baltimore Ravens. We're gonna pour one out for them. Uh I don't know if you guys seen, but they pour it out. Yeah. They they gave one uh Odell Beckham Jr. a one year uh fifteen million dollar contract fully guaranteed with the uh, incentives to get up to eighteen million dollars. Yep. Um <laughs> and no nothing 
nothing against Odell. But they signed Odell three years before, <laughs> three years after that when they should have. Okay. Yeah. They should have been got Odell. Okay. Like yeah. what what are we doing here? What are we doing here? You signed Odell to be a lead blocker. <laughs> you paid him fifteen million dollars a run block. What are we what, what are we doing? What are we yeah. doing? Is Lamar supposed to be like rubbing his hands like Birdman after y'all signed him? You're like, ooh. Yeah, that's that that's gonna get me back right there. Him and Nelson Aguilar. Oh yeah, that's it. Right. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing, TJ? What, what? I don't know. I am so confused by the Baltimore Ravens offseason. It makes no sense. The one guy you haven't paid yet is the key piece to your whole team. He's the engine. If he don't, if he, it's like an engine. Your car can't run without an engine. All right. Your team ain't going nowhere without Lamar Jackson, bro. All right. And they didn't even resign their backup. <laughs> Huntley is still out there. What are they doing? It doesn't know. make sense. I know this is an NFC South podcast, but once in a while, we are going to deviate from the script and talk about other NFL teams when they make news and headlines across the league that just don't make sense. They're making headlines for the wrong reasons. They already paid Roquan Smith. Now they pay Odell. And I get it. It's an incentive-laced deal, but it's still $15 million guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed. Like, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. You have a receiver before you have your quarterback. Your quarterback's not – he hasn't signed the franchise tender – Nobody's tried to trade for him. They haven't given him an extension. They gave him an offer, supposedly, that that he originally asked for, and he still hasn't signed. So I don't know what's going on, nah. but they are making headlines for all the wrong reasons. And for those Baltimore fans out there that might see this clip and say to themselves, oh, that's a great move and this and that, I'm not questioning the talent of Odell, but like Corey said – it's probably three years too late. <laughs> hey, truth hurts, folks. <laughs> truth hurts. All right. I don't if you expect the Odell Beckham to go out there and get you 1,800 yards and 20 touchdowns, you're gonna be sadly mistaken. It's gonna look somewhere in the ballpark of 800 yards and, and four touchdowns. And you can consider that a win. But is that 15 million dollars worth of production? I don't think so. My I, don't face right now? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Also, this could be one of those things where, like, like I routinely said, NFL teams are smarter than us, so they, they could know what they're talking about. I doubt it, but they could know what they're talking about. So that's what uh, this podcast is all about. Sometimes yeah. we're gonna give our perspectives, and we might be wrong, and we'll have to to bite that bullet when it when it happens. But yeah. I don't think I'm wrong, or I don't yeah. think you're wrong about this. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll eat crow if, if need be, but uh, for right now, let's uh, let's pour one out for the homie, man. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens, out. man, pour one out, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, what down bad, man? They down, down bad, bad. <laughs> tremendously bad. Oh, man. All right, let's get out of here, folks. Uh, all right, uh, I'm your boy Corey. That's TJ right there. We just want to say thank you again for watching. Uh, like and subscribe on uh, Twitter. Not Twitter, uh, YouTube, but we do YouTube. have Twitter. We do have YouTube. Twitter. We do got Subscribe. Twitter. Subscribe. Yeah. Follow yeah. us on Twitter and Instagram. Oh yeah, and also, Please. also, you know, 
wherever you get your podcast, go give us a listen. Give us that five star review, baby. We on Spotify, we on Apple, we on Google, we on, we everywhere. Literally everywhere you get your podcast, that's where we at. Just type in Kings of the South podcast, baby. We're right there. And you know, again, we just want to extend our gratitude. We thank y'all. We love y'all. You know, what I'm saying it's good to be back talking to you guys again. And we try not to. Uh, we're we're gonna try not to make it so long again. All right, because you know yeah. we're we're family here, folks. All right, we you know we we missed y'all, man. You know, our week didn't go right because we couldn't talk to y'all, man. We we need we need to see our family. You know what I'm saying? And we need, uh, it. We need it, man. So. Ah, TJ, anything you got uh, to say to the people, man? I appreciate every follow and and subscribe and like and view. So just keep it going. If you watch the video, just like the video, click subscribe. We appreciate everything you guys do for us. So we want to keep this going and keep on building. Oh, yeah. And also hit us up in the email, y'all. We got an email. I don't know if I told y'all that. We got an email, all right? It's at kingsofthesouth.com. No, Kings of South. What is it? Is it Kings of the South Pod? It's Kings of the South Pod at gmail.com. All right. Hit us up. It'll be linked down below. Yeah, yeah. Any any questions you got, any anything you want to, you know, uh if we you feel like we throwing shade at one of your favorite teams, you know, hit us up. We we can discuss it. We're family. This is the open forum. All right. We're gonna we can interact with you guys. You we can You're disagree. Yeah, but but we still love y'all, man. So uh, you know. Sorry, Baltimore fans, but uh, we had to pour one out for you. It's it's a pour one out for you. It's a sad business, man. <laughs> but you there'll know. be plenty of those coming this season. Oh, yeah. We'll be reviewing every week. Oh yeah, it's a pretty good chance we're gonna pour one out for our teams. So uh, yeah, <laughs> one of us is gonna be heartbroken this year. I don't know oh, yeah. which one. Yeah, it could be a combination of both. If we're being honest, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're gonna get oh, out man. of here. <laughs> yeah, we about to get out of here, folks. Uh, I'm Corey. That's TJ. Until next time, folks. Peace.